Welcome everyone to the IBM Developer Podcast. My name is Grant Steinfeld. I'm going to be your host today, and I'm here with our co-host, Luke Schantz. Well, hello, Grant. Hi, Luke. Thank you for, for hosting. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. And it's really a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Let's let our listeners know we actually, in addition to being co-workers, we have a, a long friendship and working relationship. We've worked together on a startup. We also have worked together on lots of nerdy passion projects on the side, and we've been developer buddies. What's interesting now is we're both in enterprise tech, and we're looking at this landscape. And I know you've been out at a lot of conferences, and as as have I. And I, I was like, this is a great opportunity for us to talk about what's going on, you know, say with Kubernetes, OpenShift, the Cloud Native Computing Foundation land. Landscape and so I don't know what what do you, what's what's going on. What are your thoughts on this? From my perspective, you know, I, I'm a seasoned programmer and architect, and what I've noticed is we've had so many choices in the past. We've had so many options that we go ahead and we become swashbuckling coders or architects, and we throw together what we think is the right recipe for the product that we are trying to build. You know, we're constantly bombarded with new technologies all the time, and while they individually might seem very appealing or interesting, it's hard to understand how to put all of these things together in a pipeline. Luke, you have this finesse at bringing together the right people at the right time. And I want to learn from the very best. Well, thank you, Grant. That was a lovely sentiment. And for this particular issue, I went and found some experts who really know about Kubernetes and how to run it at an enterprise and are putting together the tools, which is Cabanero is an amazing collection. This is going to be a three-part series. And first episode, we're going to talk to Nate Zeman. Nate is in charge of the IBM Cloud Pack for applications. And what he's going to do is he's going to give us the big overview. What are the major components? What are the parts? But more importantly, who are they for? And he's going to introduce to us two different profiles. He's going to introduce to us the systems architect, and he's going to introduce us to a developer profile. From there, we're going to dig in deeper to each of those profiles. Aaron Schnabel is going to dig into the developer profile and AppCity. And then we're going to look at it from an architect's perspective. And I found Chris Bailey, both of these folks really know the challenges from a developer standpoint, as well as from a systems architect standpoint. Yeah, we'll get the overview in this episode about what are all these components, how do they work together, and what are the general use cases that you would apply them. Fantastic, Luke. I like the way you teed that up. I have had the pleasure of having a preview of some of them, and they do really hit the nail on the head. Let's drive the ball forward and jump straight in. My name's Nate Zeman. I work for IBM. I'm on the product management team for our hybrid cloud portfolios, Cloud Pack for Applications. There I focus on integrating open technologies focused on building applications. What are we going to be talking about today? Helping developers and companies build cloud-native apps faster and easier with Kubernetes. We've really introduced a number of open source projects that simplify and speed application development at scale. And we're going to talk about how those all come together in a new open project called Cabanero. There's really nothing like it out in the market today. What challenges are you seeing with our clients as they adopt cloud-native solutions? They're really seeing an explosion of choice just over the last few years. For example, solution architects have challenges choosing a set of standard technologies for their company. And if you look at something like Cloud Native Computing Foundation's landscape, you'll actually find dozens of categories and hundreds of listed choices. That's obviously really good, but it can be overwhelming. And it can have challenges when, say, operations teams then have to 
be part of that choice and figure out how to integrate those technologies together, how to handle lifecycle management of all of those technologies together. And developers just want to consume them. They want to develop more code, spend less time on infrastructure-related activities. That key first challenge we're providing is a set of open technologies that are already integrated together. I'm actually holding a copy of the Cloud Native Computing Foundation landscape right now, and it is daunting trying to grok everything that's on here. The other challenge is really around skills. The skills required to building applications with containers and Kubernetes. Kubernetes exposes more infrastructure-related decisions that every developer needs to be aware of and deal with. Things like security, networking, ingress, monitoring, learning how to use Docker files, learning how to build YAML and Helm charts or operators, many new technologies that you first need to get your hands around and then you need to deal with on a daily basis. There's just a lot of limited skills out there as people are starting to learn. We find lots of interest, lots of people working with Kubernetes, but if you take the millions of Java developers that are out there in the market today, there's still a considerable percentage of those that are not working with containers and Kubernetes on a daily basis. And we want to be able to enable them with Cabinero and a set of open technologies that allow them to develop applications faster and easier without first being an expert. Now that said, we don't want to build a system that they never become an expert. We just want to enable them not to have to deal with all of the internals and all of the decisions up front. And as they learn, as they progress, they can take more advantage of Kubernetes. I'm trying to think of a good analogy. It reminds me almost of when you get a personal trainer and they help you figure out your diet and your exercise routine and make sure you get enough sleep and drink enough water. Just that it's a comprehensive solution versus trying to pick things and not have an overarching viewpoint. It is. And to stick with that analogy for a second, there's no one-size-fits-all exact solution that if you took 10 specific pieces off of the landscape there, that it's going to work for everyone. You need to be able to provide an opinionated set of technologies that work well together, but also provide flexibility and customization for enterprises to plug in choices that they've already made. And so we certainly are looking to do that as we roll out Cabanero and as we're integrating a set of open technologies with specific plug points for enterprises to integrate, whether it's a logging choice, a monitoring choice, a security and identity access management standards that they have for their company. We want to build a system that's flexible enough to meet the needs of enterprise customers. And to do so, out in the open. So many projects start as an actual product that you have to pay for or get a sales team engaged to do a proof of concept. What we're doing is we're lowering the barrier to allow developers to try individual open source projects or try them together with Cabanero to give them a chance to evaluate, to learn, to use when they're ready for a supported configuration. We offer that as well through IBM Cloud Pack for Applications. Well, I think one of the other challenges, specifically for the developers, is the shift to DevOps practices that are really required when adopting containers and Kubernetes and seeing the benefits of being able to develop and iterate faster in general. And a lot of that results in more work for the developer. 
compared to traditional deployments with traditional IT practices. Both Kubernetes exposes more infrastructure choices that need to be taken into account by developers on a daily basis. And the fact that they've got to do a little bit of the ops. The whole DevOps process is the developer is more engaged. When you look at containers, you know, you don't patch a container. You don't have an IT operations team that patches that. Any changes within the container need to be updated in the source and then rebuilt. So that, again, causes more work on the developer and more work on the architect and the operations team to understand where are all these containers, where are all these applications, which ones might have security vulnerabilities in them. And that makes it difficult for developers and solution architects and cloud operations teams to really collaborate together to move faster together. And that's another one of the challenges that we're trying to solve with Cabanero is being able to provide some capabilities not only for the developer, but for the solution architect who really wants to define a set of standards and ensure applications, all applications that are deployed by developers meet those standards, whether it's company standards or industry standards. Obviously, the operations team is going to be involved in those decisions and they are going to have specific requirements for how logging and how how the applications are monitored, and we want to be able to build a system, and that's really what Cabinero is, is bringing those three personas together to collaborate in a way that you define a set of standards or a stack, if you will, that has all of those standards baked in. So when the developer can update or add code, create a new application or microservice, they automatically get the benefits of all that in a standard, consistent way. And so that's one of the reasons that we think Cabanero as an open project is different. To date, there's no other open source projects that have an integrated experience across a large number of open projects that provide both flexibility and customization that the enterprise has come to expect. And that's really what we're looking for is simplicity and flexibility. So do you have to use all of these components together or can you pick and choose? Each one of the open technologies solves their own problems. They were built for specific purposes, and you can use them separately or you can use them together. We obviously find value in the sum of the parts in an integrated way, but you don't necessarily need to start that way. We make it easy for you to install and configure a set of developer tools, a foundational set of open technologies on top of Kubernetes, and a Kubernetes-native DevOps toolchain and use those together. But each individual technology can be used separately. We're integrating a set of runtimes and frameworks that obviously you can use those runtimes and frameworks that we provide in a container, in what we call a stack. You can use them all by themselves. You can build an application. You can build it into a container. You can deploy it on your local desktop. You can deploy it to a remote Kubernetes platform. Or you can use it together with a DevOps tool chain where you can check your code and commit it in Git and automatically have a webhook, get notified, pick up that source, drive it through a pipeline, and deploy it in an automated fashion. You can use those together, or you can use the individual pieces. In the end, we think they're a great set of open technologies that you'll want to use. So you've mentioned the developer tools in, in Cabanero. Could you tell me specifically what are these tools? And yeah. So we have two different sets of tools. We have Eclipse CodeWind, which is managed by the Eclipse Foundation. 
that is focused on providing an IDE experience within a set of industry standard IDEs. So whether you are currently using VS Code or Eclipse or Eclipse Che as a hosted IDE, we provide a set of extensions to those IDEs to do cloud-native development with Kubernetes. This allows developers to use the workflow and the IDE that they already know and to build applications and containers and being able to deploy those easily onto Kubernetes and do kind of that iterative debug, develop, debug, and performance test applications all within containers on their laptops. So what we provide with Eclipse CodeWind is integration with a project called Appsity, which provides a set of runtimes and frameworks and choice for the developer to choose a pre-built application stack that has everything in it that they need to develop, say, a Java micro-profile application or a Spring-based application and do so within a container image from day one. CodeWind provides the integration to being able to use those pre-built images, deploy and build applications within containers faster. And Appsity provides those application stacks as well as templates to make it easier to get started building a Java or a Node-based application. And I use Java or Node as an example. They've actually got, I believe, over 10 different languages, runtimes, and frameworks that you can use to build applications. It's really fascinating, especially coming from infrastructure as a service, software world. I'm really amazed at how Kubernetes, Cloud Native Computing Foundation, and all of these tools have grown and how it is. It's such a diverse community. The fact that we're able to integrate all of these, it's fascinating. And, and being able to get them all working easily within containers, providing that level of portability both between different platforms, between on-premise and public cloud, containers and Kubernetes provides that consistency in that layer for polyglot set of runtimes and frameworks. When we look at Appsity, we not only provide those stacks, we provide a simple CLI that allows you to build a new application and create that project that then you can use within VS Code or Eclipse or your favorite editor. You can do interloop development. You can easily do a AppCity build, which will build the container for you without having to first understand multi-layer Docker files. You can do a deploy, and you can choose from deploying onto, say, a local Docker desktop, deploying to a local Minikube type of environment, or deploying to a remote Kubernetes cluster. And all doing that through a simple AppCity deploy without having to understand all of the different Kubernetes resources that are required, building a Helm chart or building an operator that allows you to easily deploy and lifecycle manage that application on Kubernetes. Appsity provides a comprehensive operator that provides the ability to deploy for day one as well as manage for day two using a standard Kubernetes operator. It also is able to provide by configuration choice between deploying onto standard Kubernetes resources or to deploy onto Knative if your Kubernetes cluster is already enabled for with Knative to be able to take advantage of serverless and the ability to scale to zero for your application. Now that I'm learning more about this, I really see how this is a fantastic set of tools for the enterprise in their cloud migrations and in their app modernization. Yeah, and everything we've talked about so far is really focused on the developer. We also integrate a Kubernetes native DevOps toolchain. So when you want to automate end-to-end, 
and move from I'm a developer, I'm working on my local desktop, I now either want to work as a team, I'm working within a company that I need to deploy and progress my application through a set of development, test, pre-production, production topology, you really need a continuous delivery pipeline for that. And we've chosen Tekton, where a lot of the market is going in terms of being able to modernize a DevOps tool chain and take advantage of being able to run that on Kubernetes. So running it on the same platform your applications are running on versus having a separate build farm that you may need to scale out depending on the number of applications that you're trying to support and being able to run those jobs directly on Kubernetes to deploy the application onto Kubernetes. And we rely on an open project and contribute to that open project called Tekton. It originated as part of Knative and has, is now a core open technology that's part of the Continuous Delivery Foundation. And we're a major contributor of that project. Specifically, what we're doing is we provide AppCity stacks, those pre-built containers with your runtime, with the framework. So take Node with Express or Node with Loopback. And we pair that with a set of pre-built pipelines to do build and deploy through Tekton. And we provide considerable number of tasks that you can customize those pipelines based on standards that your company may have. So you can use our pre-built ones, which are going to do a vulnerability scan of the image and identify if there are any security vulnerabilities that you may want to stop the deploy before that even happens. You know, we look at doing image signing. You can plug in things like application test harnesses for if you've got specific things within your company that you want to be able to test the application. If it fails, stop the deploy. All built in. So you can use pre-built pipelines to allow your developer, once they're finished with that interloop development, deploying onto a local kube on their laptop or deploying and running within a container, they can go ahead and check in that code. They can do a commit and git, and the pipeline is already pre-built, pre-installed. It'll automatically deploy to wherever your operations team is set up to deploy, whether that be to a pre-production deployment and testing run to be able to do a progression to production. Interesting. I, I really had no idea that there was so much DevOps about this, and it, it, it's really exciting. It is. It really is bringing together the runtimes with the automation kind of end-to-end through a DevOps tool chain and pairing that with a set of developer tools that provide more of a native experience for Kubernetes and containers while still allowing your developer to use the IDE and the workflow that they're, they're used to today. That's fascinating. And it is interesting how in the development space, how there are so many different viewpoints. I'm hearing about, like, say, multi-cloud manager, and it seems like this is a key piece of the puzzle for how you effectively do it, because sure, things can be theoretically possible, but you really have to figure out the practicality of how are you really going to achieve these things, not just some sort of philosophical notion of, of what is a modern architecture. Yeah, and I think you bring up a good point that Kubernetes is that consistent layer, and the Cabinero project, it's provided within Cloud Pack for applications. So when you're ready for support, we actually combine Cabinero in a version tested manner with a Kubernetes platform, which is OpenShift. We provide those together in a way that you can deploy the platform and you can deploy the applications consistently on any cloud, whether that's on your premise, behind your firewall, 
whether that's on IBM cloud, whether that's on other third-party clouds, or within dedicated data centers or dedicated private clouds as well. So it really provides that consistency and that portability to be able to take your application and have a consistent platform that's available everywhere for you to use today. It's not just about applications. We've been talking about building a Java application. The Cloud Pack for Applications is one of five Cloud Packs that IBM has introduced here over the summer. And that's the other ones that are really integrated and integral to applications is multi-cloud management, being able to manage applications and infrastructure, both traditional and Kubernetes-based infrastructure and Kubernetes clusters in a multi-cloud world. And the Cloud Pack for Integration provides a number of those integration points in terms of APIs, integration for apps between on-premise systems and public cloud systems and services, whether that's on Kubernetes or whether that's not on Kubernetes and it's just a specific service, as well as a lot of the kind of middleware integration capabilities that applications typically work with. You look at messaging and MQ, or you look at being able to manage APIs through API Connect, or whether you're looking for Kafka for the enterprise with event streams. All of those come in an integrated package called Cloud Pack for integration. We provide an integrated experience across the Cloud Packs to not only be able to provide consistency in how and where they're deployed, but consistency in how they're consumed. Just to clarify, so a pack essentially is it's a, a collection of services together. A collection of services, a collection of software that's all been containerized, runs on Kubernetes, runs on OpenShift as its platform. And we provide a common set of services and a common way of installing and configuring each of the cloud packs to be able to provide our customers with portability and consistency for where they want to run their workloads and where they want to run their containerized software. It's really exciting. I love hearing this, that we're getting to a place where you can really see it maturing. We're getting some sophisticated tools that are really addressing the problems. Absolutely, and they're all there today. Could you tell me about Cloud Pack for Applications? Yeah, so Cloud Pack for Applications really addresses three primary customer needs all within one offering. It provides the ability for customers to run existing applications that they have in traditional application server with traditional infrastructure and to continue to run those as they're looking at modernizing and on their journey to cloud. We provide them a set of tools for modernizing at their own pace. And we've got some of the best modernization tools for Java applications out there and the expertise to help you move them. And then of course, building new applications, you know, ready for hybrid cloud deployment, using the best of open source, all fully supported, and that's where Cabinero and Cabinero Enterprise comes in. We provide flexibility in terms of being able to rebalance your entitlement over time so you can take existing applications running on existing infrastructure, start to modernize them, move them onto Kubernetes, onto OpenShift, and reduce the amount of entitlement that you are using for traditional deployments as you're continuing to modernize onto 
you know, the benefits that containers and Kubernetes brings. Specifically, again, we allow you to run existing apps. Uh, we provide you those modernization tools like Transformation Advisor. We provide migration toolkits for application modernization and being able to migrate from traditional application servers to more modern application servers like Open Liberty, which runs incredibly fast within a container. So part of it is taking an existing application and making sure that it works with new versions of Java, with new versions of Java EE that will be able to work within a container. And we provide an entire suite of developer tools to help you in terms of modernizing those applications. And then we provide, on top of Red Hat OpenShift, the Cabinero Enterprise set of open technologies that brings together your application runtimes and your framework. Again, all integrated with a DevOps tool chain and with integrated developer tools looking at Appsity, looking at the Eclipse CodeWin project to provide those extensions into your existing IDEs so you can use the tools and use the workflow that you have today to deploy and modernize your applications or build new cloud-native applications using microservice architectures. And so we provide all of that along with a set of mobile capabilities called IBM Mobile Foundation that allows you to also modernize your existing applications, adding mobile front ends to it, as well as building new cloud-native applications, taking advantage of mobile frameworks. And again, we provide all of that into a flexible offering that allows you to mix and match and change the entitlement for various pieces that are within that offering. Nate, so where can folks learn more about this and get involved? Yeah, that's a good question. The, the first place to go is cabanero.io. Everything is out in the open. You can check us out out on the website. Got a getting started section. So whether you're a developer just wanting to get started with our developer tools around Appsity, using CodeWind within an existing IDE, you can get started directly from our website. I'm going to link all these in the show notes. Okay. Uh, I'll put all the links to all these projects. Cool. Well, you can check out the website. You can check us out on Git. You could check us out and interact with us on Slack, on Stack Overflow, or on Twitter. Great. Well, thank you for taking the time to chat with us today, Nate. We really appreciate you being here and looking forward to the next episodes. Great to be here. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the IBM Developer Podcast. It's been a pleasure to be your co-host. I am Luke Schantz. You can find me at Luke Schantz on Twitter. Feel free to give a shout out to me. Grant. Where can our listeners find out more about Cabanero? Go to cabanero.io. That's K-A-B-A-N-E-R-O dot I-O. If you want to keep up with our future podcasts, please subscribe and share with a friend or colleague. You'll find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Thank you very much for joining us on the IBM Developer Podcast. Have a great day. Ah!